It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. Live on Amazon. <laughs> Dude, you're such a troll, dog. <laughs> I just, you just want to get on a Jackson I just like to skin. get Jackson his cardio on Sunday nights when we go live on Amazon. Am. All right, well, welcome to Jenkins Burn and Jones. It's Sunday, April 23rd. Uh, we are live uh, here in the tail end of the uh, Nuggets Wolves series. Uh, on Amazon Amp. Thanks for listening. If you're listening live, thank you for listening. If it's Monday morning, you're listening on your podcast platforms. We appreciate you uh, no matter what. As always, Jenkins Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Sunday, Mr. Sunday Funday. Lejethro Jenkins. Let's go. Lejethro Jenkins. What's up, Bubba's? What's up? <laughs> Left the phone at home. We living right, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm Gardy V, aka Mike. Uh, I was gonna do the motherfucking Mike. I was gonna do the pod shirtless. Motherfucking Mike. Oh yeah, go we ahead. We decided to put his shirt. You about to show the titties <laughs> out? You was about to be thotting out here? I, I, I jumped in here. Mike had his shoulders out. I'm like, damn, we got titties on them. This how we moving? It's Sunday like a motherfucker. Tyler High, you know what I'm saying? Mike got his titties out. Let me tell. Next time we do a Tuesday episode, I'll do it shirtless. Um, all right. There we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, the titties look nice, though. I ain't going to lie to you, man. You know, I've been in the gym, bro. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're working out hey, a little I saw bit. The shoulders we're too. Out I'm like, bit. they got a little cap on them motherfuckers, man. <laughs> hey, I see you. If I made a list of all my friends who are likely to compliment their male friends' titties, John would be the only name on the list. Just, <laughs> Bro, I love, I love calling my homies bad bitches, bro. That's my that's my whole shit. That's my religion, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Loving on your friends is my religion. Making my friends blush, that's what I know I'm doing right. You feel me? I kiss Tyler in his face in public, nigga. Multiple times. Like 10 yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Nigga, I'm trying to make all my friends blush. That's what I'm on. You feel me? 
All right. Um, let's talk about before we get into the basketball, uh, big fight on Saturday night. Um, you guys are much more into boxing, much more knowledgeable than me. I was just watching it on Twitter and with, um, as I put, like very happy for my homies, very bummed out for my other homies. Like it was a topic of great debate in Long Beach. And all I said from what I saw of the fight is I don't know how black people lucked into allowing that to be labeled a race war fight, but y'all really had the upper hand <laughs> in that shit. We had the roids in the race war. You feel what I'm saying? For sure. Tyler, how'd you feel about it? I'm really interested in how you felt about it because you probably watched it how most people yeah. watch it. You know what I mean? I am a casual boxing fan. I am, I am not a motherfucking... You know, I don't have a trained boxing eye like you do and shit. I know you're like goddamn Max Kellerman out this motherfucker, but not at all, not even anywhere close. Yeah, but yeah. I do like the sport. Yeah, but <laughs> you know but, um, but bro, like I said, from my untrained eyes, it was it was it was even evident to me how bad fucking you know Tank just stripped his whole game plan from him. Like you know, we came in that fight known as two southpaws. Um, we saw that you know Ryan was was getting out there. He was trying to you know try to establish you know how leading with his left you know for, for that mm -hmm. left hook and shit you know the first couple rounds before goddamn tank got under one of those second round and put and sat his ass down Boop. and that's when the whole momentum shifted there so you could tell that you know he wanted that you, you know to lead with the left to come with the left you know try to catch him with that left hook and and tank just took that shit from him like you know he was you, you know the way that tank was countering and getting up under him you know on under his punches like he had him you know, not not fighting southpaw anymore. And like I said, that's what I saw with my untrained boxing ass eye. So it was like, yeah, yeah. bro, you're not gonna beat this dude on the cards. You're you're not gonna knock his ass out. So you know when he you know got caught that motherfucking liver shot and, and didn't want to get up. I was like, I understand, bro. Like, 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 I was like, I get it. I get it. You ain't winning on the points. You ain't gonna knock this man out. Why take you know five more rounds off? Goddamn this. You know what I'm saying? I said this on Twitter. He looked like a dude that made it to the league purely off athletic ability. And he was playing with dudes that play basketball. You know what I'm saying? When you get up to that level, everybody yeah. has talent. You know what I mean? He has, he's been touched by God with speed and power. Touched by God. Special. That's why when you, we, I, I was, when you were talking about him potentially knocking him out, I'm like, yeah, he could not. He's the one person that I think his father that I think could sit his ass. Roley could have maybe sit his ass too, but he doesn't have the speed. Speed and power is scary. You know what I mean? But, and he had the link too. So he had to get in there and take something to give some. You feel me? And so that's what scared me. But I knew Tank was a 10 times better boxer than he was. Bro, Tank box circles around that motherfucker. You can look at boxers' feet and see who's good and who's not. Just look at their fucking feet. He's standing in his fucking sand. Tank, his feet look like, like he's a ballerina, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, dude, you can see like once he nullified that left hook, he had nothing. He had nothing. What do you, th nothing what do you think else? is like a more dramatic, like, I actually think a, a body shot that causes your opponent to go down on one knee like he's trying to run the clock out in an NFL game <laughs> and just like, <laughs> I'm good. That almost feels more like impressive and dominant and emotional than actually knocking someone out like cold to me you know what i mean because you're just he, like the way he danced back and he's staring it was like you're making eye contact with him the whole time like you didn't turn his brain off for 30 seconds you are looking at him in the eye as he's like yeah i can't do this shit anymore if you looked at him after he hit him with the body shot tank goes "Ooh," he he said he says that after he's with a body shot he like he 
because he he didn't know he heard him, and then he says back, and you see you can see Ryan grimace and think about going down, and then deciding to go down afterwards, right? And Tank goes ooh when he saw him grimace. He knew that motherfucker was food. We saw Garcia do somebody do Campbell just like that, hit him with a body shot, put him on his knees. You know what I'm saying? And you saw him trying to fight to get up, right? But he couldn't get up. Garcia didn't fight to get up. And Tank was staring at him saying, get up. Tank was going to brutalize that motherfucker. And Garcia knew what he would have to do to get through that round was not what he was willing to do. And also, he didn't have what it took to win that fight. He didn't have the IQ. Garcia said, he, during, while he was like, the first round he won, just fighting smart, keeping him on the end of his jab the whole time. The first round he won. And he said he got bored in there. Nigga, you are a fucking professional. You fighting a animal, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Do you have no room to nigga keep that nigga on the end of that stick and win that motherfucking fight? Get out that ring without getting beat the fuck up. You know what I mean? And he just didn't have the the mindset, the, the maturity to fight how he needed to fight to beat Garcia. Bro, we saw sparring. That was the biggest fight of the year, and it was sparring. And Loma and Haney are fighting, and y'all probably don't give a fuck about them. Y'all might not even know who the fuck they are. In like fucking three weeks, I think mean, you probably know who Haney is. You might know who Loma is. Lomachenko? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lomachenko, yeah, yeah. He's fighting Haney, you know what I'm saying? Um, In three weeks, that's a much better fight. But that's the thing with me right now with boxing is like the popularity doesn't equal the skill in certain cases. With Tank, it does. With Garcia, it doesn't. So a big fight, as big as that was, my mom is hitting me up. We're at the, my local coffee shop. They're saying, did you watch the fight last night? You know what I mean? It's a nigga that has no business being in the ring with Tank. You know what I mean? And they need to figure that out because Shakur Stevenson would have fucking embarrassed this nigga, bro. And make and make a get Tank out of there. Not like knock him out, but he could probably hurt his ass a little bit. And he, could, and, and he would outbox the shit out of him. And don't nobody know who Shakur is. You know what I mean? Nobody knows. Nobody's seen Shakur fight. I'll post. I'll post uh, shit off it. Like he's. This is the best. Him and Inoue. You know what I'm saying? Are are, are the my two favorite fighters to watch, bro? You know, at, at the at the moment. You know what I mean? And, and Bud Crawford. And I'll post post uh, uh, clips of them, and they'll be like, "Who is this? These niggas is crazy." Right. Motherfuckers don't even know right. who these are. They, they, these are the. These are some of the best. The best young fighter in, in Shakur, and anyway, is the maybe the best fighter in boxing. Japanese nigga that fights at 122. They call him the fucking monster. They don't nobody know who the fuck he is. And that's the issue with boxing right now, bro. Yeah, Shar doesn't even Garcia's know who he is. Garcia's a big she fight. Knows who every Japanese you feel Japanese right? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gar- Garcia's a Garcia's a big fight, but he's not a, a good boxer. And, and it's, it's it's unfortunate. But we saw sparring. All right, we saw sparring last night. Um, let's talk about. Dylan Brooks. Let's talk about the Lakers. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Lakers Grizzlies series. But really, let's talk about Dylan Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. Do you find it advisable if you are Dylan Brooks to talk shit to LeBron James? Did any single person listening to this doubt what was going to happen in Game Three after Dylan Brooks chose to <laughs> fucking get in front of reporters and say, "I poke bears. <laughs> I don't. I got no respect until he gives me 40. What did this man think he was doing, and did he or did he not get what he deserved in Game Three with the <laughs> fans up in his ass a whole game, and then getting ejected for you know what looked like an unintentional nut tap, but a nut tap nonetheless? <laughs> that man said he poked bears, and then and then, and then, and then hit that man in his nuts. That's wild as hell. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. 
What I didn't like about what this this whole Dylan Brooks shit is today, he did the whole, oh, everyone just wants to paint me as the villain. I'm like, bro, no, 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 no. I if you this is who you're gonna be, you gotta lean into that shit. So I didn't like that, but you know, like I said, I'm not one of these people who think you have to earn the right to talk shit to somebody. I'm like, if if it's on your 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 heart, your bro, say the shit, let it out. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about that. Who earns the right to talk shit? But. We all know when it's, it is levels to this shit. And we all know when we have, you know, a mismatch on that end. And we usually want to see the motherfucking payoff. And that motherfucker looked like a fucking clown that game, like a literal fucking clown during the circus show. He was fucking terrible. Doris Burke was clowning his ass. Like everyone was like, bro, why are you out here? Doris and then the motherfucker got head. ejected. Yeah. And then the motherfucker got ejected for a dick punch. Like what the fuck? Just a clown show all I mean, the way around, bro. Dylan Brooks looked like Dylan Brooks. And LeBron James look like LeBron James. I don't think what Dylan Brooks was so... I mean, like, bro, he said LeBron is old, which he is. He said, drop 40 40 on me. I won't respect you. I respect that, nigga. Make the nigga drop 40 on you. You feel me? But like you said, the weird... Like, I don't want to say anything afterwards. And then he says, everybody... No, you painted yourself as that. That's why we know your fucking name. We wouldn't be saying shit about you if you weren't out here talking shit all the fucking time. And then you get the fuck, and then and, and, and then the, you poke the bear, and the bear bites your motherfucking ass. Now you acting bitch, mate. I don't respect that part. You feel me? I, it was cool with you being an asshole and you being annoying. That's why we know who you are. That's all, all you got, because we saw the stats. We saw the stats aligning. You the know side what I mean? by side, we wouldn't be talking about you unless you was talking shit about a nigga that actually side, mattered. The, the side you by side I mean? stat comparison, career points: LeBron James thirty eight thousand six hundred fifty two, Dylan Brooks five thousand two. NBA MVPs four for Bron to zero. Championships four to zero. Finals MVPs four to zero. All star selections nineteen to zero. And all <laughs> NBA eighteen to zero. <laughs> and the thing is, the only thing that will change on that shit are the points. <laughs> Nothing else will change on us for the rest of his fucking career. You know what I mean? The only thing you can do is talk more shit than him. And you and you gave up on that when the bear. Bu- you should have kept talking shit. He didn't drop forty. I said what I said. Lean in, my nigga. I, I, you know I, what I'm saying? I definitely always get annoyed when people. When something bites someone in the ass and then they come out like he did today with the the media painted me as the villain. The media didn't put the sunglasses on you, bro. <laughs> bro. They didn't have you out here with your chest out and a vest on, nigga. That's you. You out here wearing the shorts with your legs out and your titties out, nigga. You want to be the bad bitch. Now we treating you like one and you're mad, nigga. You feel me? You're getting that attention, and now you're mad. Fuck I felt what I thought was great, and and I do think, and I, you know, look, the Lakers are very stupid. They could easily still blow this series. I'm not taking any laps on that, but I do think the difference between teams with a leader who's been there and teams without is Doris Burke talked about that when you talk to anyone on the Lakers, they all took what Dylan Brooks said about Braun personally. Austin Reeves yep. took it personally ad took it personally because she she said they all felt like if he's saying this about lebron james what is he saying about me that's a leader in braun taking that statement and making it into something for his team then on the other side you look at the grizzlies dylan brooks was not writing a check that he had to cash he wrote a check that the entire memphis grizzlies had to cash and that's the difference yep. is that's not what you do in a playoff series when you just won a game without john ja moran to even the series up you're in an advantageous spot and you give that all away and guarantee that this lakers crowd was crazy they had thousands of people showed up 
left the beautiful the first beautiful day of LA weather we'd had in a while to get into the Staples Ooh. Center four hours early to boo the fucking shit out of Dylan Brooks during shoot around. <laughs> shoot around. <laughs> Bro, you know what Dylan is? You ever seen them videos when the lady, the, the lady is talking, the man, the dude's lady is talking shit, and, and, and the, the dude don't want no smoke. He like, bro, let's chill out, you know, trying to calm it down. And she keep talking that shit. And he get his ass whooped. That's what Dylan did to his teammates. <laughs> he 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 talking to ch- he he talking shit. You know what I mean? To to some to a nigga that he ain't got no business barely saying hi to. He should be asking for Brian's fucking autograph. I don't give a fuck if you in the in the same league. Y'all are not on the same level, but anywhere close. There's 20 levels between both of y'all. You know what I mean? You might as well be in a G League in comparison, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and, and the people that should be in that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? It should be are on his level, had to cash that check in, yeah. you know what I mean? Had to, had to deal with that the, that blowback. The, the, the wildest and with that smoke, from Doris Burke was what like talking about his defense and, and that in that mentality. She said, Well, we know that's what he brings to the team. Because we know it's not shooting. That's what she said, bro. Oh my God. She's like, we know it's not athleticism when we know it's not shooting. <laughs> Lit his ass up, boy. <laughs> And Doris is like one of the most brilliant minds, basketball minds, you know what I'm saying, a commentator. And she going, you know, let me jab this nigga too. <laughs> you know what I mean? With Doris saying it's stamped, yeah. nigga. But, I, but you know. <laughs> she call you a bum. It's yeah. stamped, nigga. You but feel I'm, what I'm, I'm saying? I'm with both of you. I had no problem with him saying what he said. It's just that. I, but For I so. loved it as a Lakers fan because you knew what was going to happen in game three. So we'll see what happens. Game four. Really, I, I mean, we could talk about Braun, but it really comes down to is AD going to come out and look like. I mean, yeah, like, who's he going to look like? Is he getting his shit took by Xavier Tillman again, or is he looking like AD in game three again? And and honestly, I don't feel like having watched way too many Lakers games this year, I don't feel like I have an answer to that question. That's like a you go on one of those websites that's a random number generator and just go, evens he plays well, odds he's not trying, and hit the button, you know? like. So I don't know. I I don't feel great going into game four. Like, we'll see what happens, but... What's what's your how how are y'all feeling? Where's the optimism levels at with the Lakers right now? Um, I think the Lakers pull it off. You know, like I said, I think I I, I had the Lakers in five here, bro. Like, I think even with all the dumb shit they go through, like I still thought they're hands down the better team here. I felt like Memphis kind of regressed a bit, regard regardless of what the record said. Um, but yeah, I, I I think they take the next game. I think they we actually get two fucking decent games back to back from the Lakers, and I think they go up three one. I think that's what that's why I say I don't like this team is what you said, Mike. It's just you just don't know. And if you're a team that I want, I, I should at least know what I'm going to get from you. You know what I mean? Like there's games where they just seem like I have no If identity. we're clearing time you on the schedule, I mean? if I'm saying, nah, right. we can't do that because the Lakers game is going to be on, I would like to turn the TV on and have some idea of who I will be watching play basketball. I should at least be able to count on 50 from AD and Braun together. If AD and Braun are on the same team, can I at least get fifty with it with this and matchup? It ma- it, with this matchup, especially with this, like, with this matchup. But no, Celtics, I mean twenty-five and twenty-five. Right, right. No, no, even the Celtics. I need twenty-five from Bron and at least twenty-five and eighty in the fucking playoffs, bro. This is you know you know come on, I need that, and and, and, and we don't know, you know. What I mean, it's sometimes and when AD's not playing well, it doesn't seem like he's just having a bad game. It seems like AD doesn't care. And I know he does. I, I I would like to think he does, but I don't see it. And that's what makes it frustrating. So I don't know. I think the Lakers are going to pull it off. I think they are. You know what I'm saying? Ja's still hurt. You know, he's not quite all the way there. 
You know, what I mean, and they're a better team with Steven with Steven Adams and Steven Steven Adams. You're, is um, you're, what's what, what's, I, what, uh, what's your boy uh, KD's uh, podcast co-host? Um, Banksy, Bank, ba- Banksy, yeah, or ba- yeah. Bansky. Yeah, ba- he had, he, he yeah, had yeah. a he had a great line that he was on a show. They were asking him about Ja Morant. He said, "Hands are important yeah. for playing basketball." Point blank. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fair point. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a very hell of All a right. point. Well, we, you know we I mean? could be so, staring yeah. at if you're an NBA rigged conspiracy theorist, Mrs. Curry. We could be looking at um, <laughs> potentially. Lakers Warriors in the second round. We could be with so with Celtic Sixers. We could potentially be looking at that Braun Steph moving on potentially to either a Steph versus KD or a Braun versus KD in the West with Giannis potentially going up against the Celtics. Or I mean, like you really have, and we're just all praying. Obviously, everyone stays healthy. But you finally have a right. playoffs where you're looking at that bracket and you're like, we might not have a a, a dud in there, <laughs> you know. But we'll we'll see how it all shakes out. Let's talk about that Warriors Kings series. Um, Warriors, uh, you know, obviously playing very well at home. Um, what do we think of of, uh, <laughs> of of the series as a whole, which has just been a beautiful fucking series to watch? And what do we think of uh, Steffi Weber? <laughs> fucking calling a timeout when they didn't have any timeouts left with a minute oh left. my god yeah, he bro. said he said he forgot that they lost the channel whatever went down with that challenge yeah. um yeah and he forgot that they burned the tea out on that but yeah it's been a great fucking series um i've always been a firm believer that there's no better metric that tells you who a team really is other than their road record but I feel like the Warriors kind of are, they broke my brain a bit on that this season, right? Because they are fucking historically bad on the road, you know, good as hell at home. So if you told me, like, once we got this matchup that, that Sacramento will win two at their place, Warriors will win two at their place, I'd be like, that sounds about right. You know what I mean? So um, I, I still think that the, the Warriors are going to pull this off. I think it's going seven, though. Um, I, I hate so. that we had, so. yeah, I I hate that I, Let's pray. I hate that we had such a good game ended by such a bad play on the Kings part though. Like I have no idea what the fuck that play was. Like of course, you know, you wanted to have, you know, Fox the hot hand. He had 38 again tonight. You know, you, you know they wanted to scheme that up for him, but it was like, bro, Harrison Brooks was uh, Harrison Brooks. Harrison Barnes was just fucking right there. He didn't give like fucking, you know, Darren any space to work with. And then uh fucking Draymond cheated off of him. So of course, you know, the hot hand couldn't get a good shot. He had to kick it off to to the dude who was fucking three for ten that night. And I just I just hate that we had such a good game in like that, bro. I mean, Harrison Barnes being right there, he deserved to be called Harris Harrison Brooks. We knew that motherfucker was <laughs> Harrison Brooks. <laughs> Boinked off, you know what I'm saying? When he let that shit. But I mean, it was great game, great series, bro. I was thinking, after they won the first one, I was thinking if they win this second one, I don't care about the record, this Warriors team might not lose another one, Mm. right? This game didn't convince me of that. You know what I mean? Fox is so fucking good at basketball. And he turns it up in the moments they need him most in the fourth and all that shit, right? Uh, Tyler talked about them runs. The Warriors had their runs. The Kings didn't give a fuck. Early in the game, late in the game, it doesn't matter. They always answer. They're so deep. You know what I'm saying? Just two great basketball teams. I think the Warriors are such a different team at home than they are yeah, on the that, road. That's, like that's my the way only they knock play feels saying different. The Warriors beat right. the series is I don't I don't know what I see but the King, happening for them to win yeah. on the road. That's the only thing. But 
is yes, but they have so much experience. I think in the in the playoffs they can they can they can beat. I, I don't know how to. You think Game to. Seven I, I think Kings at fine. home doesn't look like Game One fit, at home? I think they could figure out how to get road wins when necessary due to their experience. You know, because of their experience, and the Kings aren't as experienced. But I don't think that's affected them as much. But I think when the series gets when you get into Game Six and Seven, my nigga, when this player go win or go home. You know, that experience matters a lot. You know what I mean? Especially when you've been in those games in the finals and shit, and this team is hasn't seen the hasn't sniffed the playoffs in twenty years. You yeah. know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I could be completely shocked. This motherfucker De'Aaron got the ability to drop fifty in a in a, in a winner go home game. I mean, that's a special, special dude right now. We're seeing him. This come out party has been incredible him, to him, watch. Him it and feels kind of like Ja when he him, was him and Anthony right. Edwards it feels this year have both been that way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It feels kind of like Ja. When uh, Ja uh, went crazy, his first playoffs, and they, I think they lost in the first round, or maybe the second, but it, but um, Ja was like, oh, we knew Ja was ready for the moment. De'Aaron ain't scared of shit. So um, it's been it's been great to watch. It's been the best series by far. You know what I mean? I hope it goes seven. And I would like to see the Kings move on, but I just don't see it. And even if the Warriors move on, great. I mean, Steph is, dude, Steph Curry, nigga, God, like... With that motherfucking rock, I know he made that bonehead, but bonehead. He made a couple of dumb decisions down the stretch, actually. In today's yeah, I feel you. But when he let that, when he, when he, when he in that motherfucking bag, we ain't never seen nothing like it. That motherfucker needs a a millimeter of space to cash out on your ass. You know what I mean? And it's it's we are lucky to watch this motherfucker, bro. You know, Bron Curry, we can Katie, we've got to. Bro, I know motherfuckers love fat lever back in the day, nigga. <laughs> but what we see in the day, something different, cuz, you feel me? <laughs> and he was a hooper, you know what I'm saying? But what we watching today, bro, this is beautiful. No, this looks like yeah. it could be the, the, I mean, we sort of Yahtzee Cup shook up all of the superstars, obviously, at the, at the trade deadline a little bit. But it looks like this could be the playoffs that kind of shook out to... Some matchups we wanted. If the Kings come out of that series, I don't know if anyone outside of California will give a fuck about that series, but there will be a lot of old bad blood on that Lakers-Kings shit. I think that's a win storyline-wise either way, but there's no doubt I'm hoping for Braun, Steph, you know, Braun and AD versus Steph and Clay in a Western Conference semi. I think they'll get up more for for them Kings just off like Braun ain't. We ain't gonna see no bronze stinkers when he when Steph has had his number. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that you 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 can't if you he gonna get up for Steph. You know what I mean? Like I'll tell you this: so, if the so, Kings, yeah. I mean we're two series ahead now. If the Kings were to beat the Lakers to get to the Western Conference Finals, they'll build a statue for that team before the Western Conference Finals starts. <laughs> that would be. I mean, hey, I'm dude, dead fucking good serious. <laughs> good for them. Good, but I mean, I but I dog like I, I I'm either yeah. way. I'm gonna enjoy it. I think, honestly, I for whatever reason, I think that I think the we have a better chance of beating that Warriors team than the Kings team. I I just think how they play and how young they are. I just I don't and and how fearless they play. I feel like that's a, a better matchup is the Warriors for us. Also, I know what they're gonna get up for those Warriors, like I said, but. That Kings team scares me, dude. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk about Suns Clippers. Um, this looked like it was going to be kind of a classic series, and just uh, unfortunately, I'm you know, as a noted Clipper hater, I am still really genuinely heartbroken about this Kawhi injury. Um, I just, it, it just, I mean, he was playing uh, for my money when he went out, best player in the playoffs to that point. Yes. Easy, um, easy, hands and, down. You know, g- giving the Clippers a real sign of uh, of hope, but also just that series looked like it was going to be so fun. So that instead, you know, Sun's playing great. They're playing like 46 minutes, 45 minutes a game with some dudes that I, I don't know that you want to do that with, but they don't have a choice. Um, and they're up 3-1 in the series. You think they pull that out or, uh, or, or is Russ able to extend that series enough that they get Kawhi back or something? It feels kind of like that's just about wrapped up, though. Yeah, I think it's a wrap for that one. Um, there's not even a timetable on Kawhi's availability. Like we have n- no idea what's really going on with that knee. And bro, it was this was looking like it was going to be the best series of of the first round. And just to, fucking KD versus Kawhi, that was that shit was basketball art, bro. It was so fucking beautiful to watch. We only got two games of the shit. It's just, and you know, the Suns will take care of business like they're supposed to do. Like you know, if we told you going into the series there will be no Kawhi, no BG, you'd have thought that they, you know, would wouldn't have shit for the for the sun so you know no 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 shots at them you got to play who wins in front of you and all that shit but i just hate how we got robbed of what could have been the best series of, of the first round i think i think if i think if they were going to win it would have been that game three 
You know what I mean? Um, if they won that, I think it's a totally different series. Like if Bones hit that three or whatever, like you know what I'm saying? Like if they would have won that game, I think that was the game to win to maybe they could they could have maybe pulled this series out even without Kawhi because of the confidence builder that would have been. Um, I think losing that game, you saw like they just didn't have that. They gave they gave these niggas the best shot they had in that game without Kawhi, and they still and and, and Booker dropped what thirty eight that night or forty no, forty five forty five that night. So um yeah, I think that was a game to win if this series was going to be good without Kawhi, and they didn't win that. I just it's cooked. Man. Um, that was the and, and, and it was that was the best shot they had, and and they and they still couldn't pull it out. So. Two minutes. Yeah, I hate it though. No, I'm I- Kawhi looked like Raptors Kawhi. He looked like Kawhi looked like when we were thinking Kawhi could be the best player in the world. Remember, like that Raptors series, we were like, next year he could be the best player, and he looked like the best player world until he got hurt. You know, he looked like he was like up there. Him and him and no, nah, I won't say best player, but him, him and Brian, Giannis. You know, they they was that's when they was all kind of battling for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but uh, it's just it's I hate it for Kawhi. I hate it for him. We talking about you know you know people are kind of clowning like you know y- y'all. He he say uh, he's load managing in the playoffs. No, no nigga, no, no. shut the he, fuck yeah, up. You think one? You come, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the other side of uh, of that piece of the bracket, um, the uh, Timberwolves were up ninety six to eighty four with two minutes and fifty two seconds left in the game. It is currently ninety six to ninety six with twelve seconds left. Cat uh, fouled Jokic with twelve seconds left in the game uh, to send him to the line to tie the game up. Um, God bless the Timberwolves, bro. You know what I mean? I my number one worry about the Timberwolves has nothing to do with basketball. It's that they get bad weather in Minnesota, and I am worried that that team is going to be outside waiting for the bus when it starts raining, and they're all going to look up and open their mouths and drown like turkeys, bro. I mean, <laughs> hard R, bro, hard R. <laughs> I'm just like if you if you if you read through like we're recording right now, right? But if you, I'm just scrolling the play by play on ESPN, and it is just. A children's coloring book of the stupidest things you could do in the last three minutes of a must-win basketball game. Turnovers, dumb fouls, uh, missed three-pointers with 20 seconds left on the shot clock when you have a lead. It's it's like they're playing bingo with like... They're going to drown like turkeys. (laughs) Scared. Three Stooges. What in the fuck? Goodness God gracious. bless. And I'm going to say this. I love Anthony Edwards. And they need to get – you don't need to blow it up, but you need to blow everything else up. <laughs> I mean, keep Mike Conley. You know, you want you want the veteran to help out, mentor some other people. But you got to get some higher basketball IQ people around that young man because you cannot fuck off the first part of his career with the way he's been playing in the playoffs. Free that man. Michael Jordan, come get your boy, man. Come get your son. Lake <laughs> <laughs> that man up with LaMelo. Let, let's really have some fun with this shit. Uh, he had us thinking Malik Monk couldn't play basketball in the NBA. Keep him away from MJ, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep him away right. from MJ. But yeah, somebody need to save him. He turned it over to KCP, who then uh, missed a, a, a long desperation shot. So that one's going to overtime. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a final on it. Not that anyone won't know the result, but I'm sure we'll be able to close the book on that series by the time we're done recording. I, I, w- I will say this about the Nuggets. Um, I was uh, had no belief in their ability to come out of the West before the playoffs started. Having watched more of them... I think that the best case scenario for them has shown itself to be true. And I realize they're playing the Timberwolves, which will make your defense look good. Um, 
I think that they're better defensively than the numbers showed and some of the D-rating stats and things that we talked about that um, have typically been predictive of success. I, with their with the Suns' relative lack of depth, the Warriors and Lakers' up and down performances, particularly on the road, I, I think that there's a, a good chance actually that the Nuggets could end up coming out of the West. Has this series changed your mind about them at all, or um, or or what you've seen in the other series? I guess to to a degree it has. I mean, I think we all knew that this that the fucking Timberwolves weren't going to give the Nuggets any run, right? I think we all were going to look at this and see how sharp the Nuggets were. And boy, these motherfuckers are looking sharp, right? (laughs) They are executing their asses off. Like you said, you know, I I feel like the defense has notched up a level, even though I know this is the Timberwolves. But, bro, like, yeah, they have have looked very, very fucking sharp during this series. And they've had, like, their lows in games. Because basketball's a game of runs. You, it happens. You know what I mean? And also, like, you're playing the Timberwolves. Like, you know, you kind of get – you get up 25 and you lose a lead because you're playing the Timberwolves. You're up 25. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But they do what they need to do when they need to do it. And I think that's important because you're going to have lows. Yeah. You're going to have bad spots. But when it's, when, when it's time to get, you know, to, to notch it up and get the shit shaking, they, 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 do, they know yeah. exactly what they need to do. And also, they're – they have their identity. They know ex- they've been playing together. They know exactly what each player role they sh- should be played. You know, what I mean, there's no confusion on what should who's, who's going to do what from yeah. night to night. You know, what I mean, held so, them, held I'm them, not held surprised. Them to points go- in game one held them to 96 points <laughs> right. in regulation tonight. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised by anybody that comes come, comes out of the West. You know, what I mean, because that's what I feel like the once West you is get now. the Timberwolves and uh, Grizzlies out. Yeah, is that exactly? But I think what you spoke, what you spoke to, made a lot of sense to me too. Is you, you, you like suggested that maybe what other players, other teams have yeah. looked like, has affected how. And so, yes, I, I would say more than what the they look like against the Timberwolves. What other teams have looked like have yeah. made me think that they have a better chance than what I thought. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting, and it does look like uh, we're right on the the uh, the cusp of getting. Uh, that Celtic Sixers series in the second round that I, I mean, I personally have been very excited for that. That'll I think be that'll fun. be really fun. That'll be fun. Um, we did get fun. an all time Doc Rivers quote uh, up 3 0 before the 76ers game. Doc emphasized, or before, uh, yeah, for, for game four, he emphasized um, that he'd been talking to his team about not playing with their meat. Um, I saw that. I, I forgot about that. I did see. That. Tyler, is that is 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 that what they needed to hear? Or was that the that was the speech? That was the one. <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, "Bro, that is not your call. You do not get to <laughs> you you do not get That's to a make Bible those Bill calls, take. Right? That's a Bible Bill take. You know what I mean? Yeah, footloose <laughs> ass shit right there. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, did you see he came out today and he said he said he gave, uh that his players corrected him. It was like it's not does not play with your food. It's like he didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about, basically. Right. <laughs> and he threw a dick on the table. It was crazy. <laughs> I have nothing else. No, to I don't have. I'm yeah, glad it happened. It yeah, I'm glad moment. it happened. It was just a great moment. I love when grown men like and Doc's a smart dude. You know what I mean? Like blow something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, just it's so it's so funny. But yeah, um, they don't need to play with their meat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they shouldn't in this situation for sure get them the fuck we out of here we talked in the uh, and they did we we talked in the um in yeah. the saturday episode uh the silly billy episode about um some of the nonsense and stupid shit that's been going on with twitter and blue checks uh that has only continued to intensify since we recorded that episode but what i actually wanted to talk about was 
um, enemy of the show. I know people talk about friends of the pod. Enemy of our podcast, Jason Whitlock, <laughs> um, tweeted about how no one should be worried about paying $8 for their blue check and about how he spends more on toilet paper in a day than $8. And I just want to tell you, listen, this ties into the fiber theme of our shows over the last couple months, but you got to be a world-class dookie butt to spend $8 a day on toilet paper, my guy. That's a lot of dookie or a lot of butt. And it might be both in this situation. You feel what I'm saying? I feel, I feel, I feel like it's so, it's so fitting that if this is a lie or if, it is, or if it's the truth that he's full of shit either literally or figuratively, however this shit shakes out. Which I think is like perfect for fucking Jason Whitlock. Because fuck that guy, bro. Fuck that guy, dog. Jesus Christ. $8 a day of toilet paper equates to, and we live in an inflationary area of Southern California. You talk about four rolls of toilet paper a day. <laughs> You're talking about the sheer mechanics of that proposition are overwhelming. <laughs> That's at least two of them super rolls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're talking about a That's man insane, who is dog. voluntarily telling us he makes an oven mitt of toilet paper on his hand and just... <laughs> Flaps it around down there. I mean, like. Jesus Christ, dog. Jesus Christ, bro. God bless. Why didn't that he say a week? I, I just like why. <laughs> why did he offer up the amount of time it takes him? That's what I don't understand. That's so expensive. Ain't that nigga like on a a blog spot now? Like what the fuck? Like do you, can you afford that shit, my nigga? That's a lot of money in toilet paper for a nigga that's on blog spot. Blog they got a medium. Spot. You know, what the fuck is he on? Like, the, the white people didn't even want him. The racists said, you, you, you're up. It's over with, dog. You know what I mean? It's a, so damn, bro. You need to spend your money a little wiser, motherfucker. Shit. All right. Motherfucker Glenn Beck's YouTube channel said, nah. Right. Glenn you feel what I'm saying? This YouTube channel, nigga. He can't be on YouTube, nigga. Like, no, nobody wants you, man. That's a lot of bread, bro. Man. They're like, bro, we we hate black, like, bro, we hate day? black people, and you would be perfect for that. But, bro, no, we we don't even want to pay you for that shit, right? You, you ain't worth the money, man. Fuck it's not a mean. lot of people in my Chill life out. that I would keep in my life if I found out they were using four rolls of toilet paper a day. Maybe it's related. Maybe it's related why he got kicked off of Glenn Beck's YouTube channel. <laughs> that motherfucker might be out here clowning, dog. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. That's all that's it. So congrats to Jason Whitlock. I'll preliminarily uh give him our Dookie Butt of the Year award. Um thanks to everyone for tuning in. <laughs> Change the name of Booger Boy to Dookie, Dookie Butt. Butt of the year. <laughs> Dookie Butt of the Day. <laughs> all right, that's a deal. Dookie Let me I'm gonna week. write that down. <laughs> no, I'm not writing that down. Dookie, Dookie Butt. Butt. When we're gonna do it on the Silly Billy episode, Dookie. man. Let's lean all the way but, in, dog. Do what Dylan oh, Brooks should have done. <laughs> <laughs> lean all the way in. All right. That's God. all the time we got. Uh, we will be back for another live episode Wednesday night after the playoffs. That is going to be a great night. We've got the Lakers game five and another uh, hopefully classic in that uh, Warriors Kings series. Can't wait to talk to you guys after that. And then we'll have the Silly Billy No Basketball episode out on Saturday. If uh, if, you, if you just were getting through this, hoping that at some point we'd be talking about TV shows and it never happened, come back on Saturday. <laughs> but until then, we'll see you all on Wednesday. Bye. 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 Bye.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.